See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Yes, Giovanni, see you later. That was Ken Wood. That was Super Argo. Last week. Last was, week, yeah. yes. All right, so. What, Last week, um, Super hey, Argo. This week, different. Movie. Hey, everyone, this is Slow Robot at Go-Go. Big Show 239. You are? My name's Mal. With me, as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. And this is the, de- the podcast dedicated to B through Z grade movies. Oh, dedicated. right. This is dedicated to the ones we love. Oh, that's Bad a good movies. song. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? So, what, what uh, you got going on this well, week, man? Well, let's just do a top ten list. We were talking about doing a top ten list. Oh, yeah. I didn't write one down, I did, though. I did write it down. I good. got it right here in my back pocket. Although, like... We, we, oh, we, wait a minute. <laughs> we chose... Uh, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. This is my grocery load. This is my top ten groceries I'm going to get. No. We did. Uh, we decided we were gonna do like top ten movies we this saw. This is my money. In, uh, <laughs> put my hand out. I'll take some. <laughs> here it is. Top ten movies that we saw in the theaters or drive-ins. You know. Or uh, yeah. I don't think I'm. I don't know if I'll make ten, but I. I'll, oh, dude, I had like twenty. Oh my god, good. No, mm. no, th- th- I call this list the good, the bad, and the ugly because I did see that in the theaters. Nice. Know, but, oh my uh, god. I did. It's so incredible. This also, movie. Fistful of Dollars. I saw both of those in the theaters. Yeah, but uh, anyway, that's crazy. Yeah. So you go go first. Go, uh, go first. Oh my gosh! All oh, right, oh, uh, I should have wrote this down because now I'm gonna be like, uh. Uh, these are in no particular order whatsoever. Um, I saw uh, the, uh Star I, Wars. I'm w- sure. Well, no, I saw, but first, the first one I think I remember seeing was Close Encounters of the Third Time. Yeah, at Shankweiler's Drive-In. Oh, at the drive-in. Sitting on the top of a Torino, a uh, Ford Torino, a Grand Torino. Maybe. Oh yeah. It was great. So I saw that in the in the theaters or in the drive-in. Uh, I saw Star Wars in the drive-in. Nice, so did I. And I saw Black Hole in the in the same. All three of those were in the same drive-in. My parents uh, liked the drive-in. They, they, you know, they take they the liked kids. sci-fi too. They right? loved sci-fi. Yeah, apparently they did because uh, I didn't really realize that. You know, till now that you're talking about it, you're like, yeah. they're seeing it. You know. Um, interesting story. The next one I'll, I'll talk about was um. Uh, Godzilla, the original Godzilla. Now, obviously, I didn't see that oh, first, yeah, first I run. Know you saw that, yeah. And, yeah, I saw that. It was like the week. It was like two or three weeks before I left for Korea. The Beach Theater. Right? At the Beach Theater, they were playing it on a Saturday morning, and I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" You know, and I went there and just saw it on the, you know, saw the theater, at the theater, Beach Theater, um, empty. I got no, there early. I thought there was gonna be like a line. I was like, "Oh, no, nobody here." Saturday morning, people are getting, you know, yeah, hungovers. Uh, so you yeah, don't care. You went there with a hangover. You don't care. I don't even care. Godzilla's awesome. And I saw, and I'll, I guess I'll say, you know, then the last Godzilla, no, the last two Godzillas I went and saw in the Oh, you theater. did? Shin Godzilla? And, uh, Shin Godzilla I just saw last week. But that, that one... Resurrection was the other Yeah, one the Resurrection. Before. Like, man, you know, a lot of people were critical of that one. I loved it. Oh, my God. It was so... When I was in the theater, and he was fighting that other monster, and he was losing, you know, and it's total wrestling... He's losing. You're like, oh my god, is he gonna die? He like got up and just he ripped the monster's head open, and just did that radiation blast, like just dead on, like a shot in the face. I, like it rose, and my hair stood up, and I was like, I was, I like screamed. I was like, yeah, like like a lot of people, like it was like, oh my god, it was so tense. And you think he's dying, and he just just d- does a reversal and just boom. Knocks him out. I was like, it was so powerful. It was such an awesome uh, experience. <laughs> uh, and I, and I, I love, you know, honest to goodness, I love Godzilla like that much. When I'm seeing it, I really get into it. You know, sure. I love the old ones, but the new ones have that kind of a bit more uh, polish. Well, polish, but also just like a bit more of that tension where mm-hmm. he's gonna, he's really doing bad. But then, like when he comes around and does something, I guess the special effects help the. The blast of 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 the the sound, it just makes you you know like mm-hmm. wakes you up. And you're like, oh my god, yeah, you know, you scream. Um, funniest, oddest one I'm going to talk about was uh, no, not the oddest. There's one odder than this. I was working. I was in Florida. I had just moved here. I was working at Bob Evans, and uh, I was a manager there. And a friend of mine who was who worked there was talking about this. 
this movie. Oh, you've never seen this movie? This is a new new person. Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. And I had never heard of it. Yeah, I'd never seen it. So he's like, you got to see this. This movie's insane. I was like, all right, let's go see it. Um, so we, we go to this dollar theater up in Holiday. Holiday? Uh, before work. That's where my that's where the Bob Evans I worked at was. Oh, my you God. You should drive to Dallas land over yep. there. Yep. But I was on second shift, so when you leave there at 2 in the morning, all the lights are blinking. I get home in 10 minutes. But anyway. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, we go to this the I think it was even like before work. We go to this movie theater, the dollar theater, and we're in there with like a bunch of really old people that are kind of just there for the air conditioning, I think. And we're watching this Pulp Fiction. And I was kind of blown away by that. I, I really enjoyed I liked that movie quite yeah, a bit. A movie, um, yeah. When he turns around and hits the bump and blows that guy's head off, me and my friend just bust out laughing. Like, we are like belly laughing, you know? And these ladies looked at us like we were the devil and just left the theater. <laughs> They were horrified. <laughs> they were horrified at like, the movie, and then they were looking at us like, "You're the devil!" And they just left. But oh my god, I, like that was great, fun to see that movie, and it was, it was neat, you know. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, the next one I talked about this on air before. The next one I'll talk about was uh, I took a bus to the inner city of Allentown when I was a young kid. I remember this story. And yeah. I saw Jaws 3D. Jaws 3 in 3D. The, I saw it too in the theater. And I saw it in the hood. And that's before I realized that sometimes people yell back at the, the- at the screen. <laughs> a lot. In urban settings. And I was like, this, t- this young white kid in this very urban setting, I just kind of shrunk down in my seat a little bit because... It was raucous, and uh, I was out of my element. I'll say that now. It would be like, who cares? I don't like when you get older, you don't care. But I was a very small kid with a very small mind from a very small town. Uh, that was a funny movie. But it was I still had fun, but I was just like, ugh, you know. Did it, was it in 3D when you saw yeah, it? Did yeah, yeah. The glasses yep. on. See what happened was I was supposed to meet a friend there, and he ditched. I bet he did. No, no, I mean, he didn't go. Like, he yeah. couldn't go because his parents said no or something like that. Because it's so, the ghetto. So I ended up just by myself. I was like, oh, shit. And, you know, and guaranteed, if I, like I said, if that whole, if I was in that setting now as an adult, I'd be like, who gives a crap? You know, it was just the, the time and everything like that. So that was a funny one. Um, I'm trying to think. I saw, I mean, I, was, I saw uh, uh, Bruce Campbell. Uh, Evil Dead. No, Army of Darkness. Army of I Darkness. saw Army of Darkness in the theaters and just loved that. Oh, man. Another one, kind of a funny story. Uh, we go to see Class of ninety nine, Class of nineteen ninety nine. That that like horror weird, that yeah, like, kind yeah, of horror yeah, kind sure. of uh, B Same movie. Thing as class of eighty four. Yeah. All those. So we go to see this, and me and my friend at the at the time, Mike, we drag our girlfriends there with us, and we're there, and we're drinking scotch. Me and him are drinking and drinking and drinking. Is it in a drive-in or inside? inside no, inside in the mall theater. Like oh, one nice. Of those, okay. One of those theaters outside or where it's like connected to the mall but not part you of the mall. You bought like little bottles and hit them or something? No, we just drank while we were driving there and it's got hammered. Oh, drank while you were driving. Oh, you uh, Well, we weren't drunk while we were driving. You it, got it. It was kicking in while we were there. Yeah. So we're drunk as shit. And our girlfriends uh, were not pleased that we chose this movie or, the, or at this thing at or all. Or we're drunk. Or we're drunk. Me and me and Mike can go to pass out like ten minutes into the movie, and the girlfriends are there. And the next thing we know, the next thing I remember is I wake up to the guy with a flashlight kind of poking us with a broomstick. They left you? No, all four of us just went to sleep. Like I we I passed out, and the other and the, I think the, oh and so God, like I didn't see funny. any of that movie because it was so bad. You know, that's funny. It was a stupid movie. Well, we'll have to do it for the show then, so you can finally see it. Yeah, we can. It's a, it's a funny movie. I mean, I just was a, it was bad. It was a bad experience, bad time. I shouldn't have drank that scotch. It probably would have been a little bit better. How much scotch did you drink? You think? A lot. Okay. With I, nothing uh, straight. No, no coke. Or no. Nothing? See, there was this period. This is a weird time in our. I would drink. Uh, I would. I was always drinking Black Label beer, just the cheapest beer. We didn't have any money. Oof. So my friend Mike liked that movie Highlander 
<laughs> and he loved that movie. And he used to go, oh, don't tell me you're afraid of little boom boom. That was a line in the thing. And they were drinking scotch. So then he just starts drinking scotch. So then I start drinking scotch by proxy because, well, that's what's there. And that's a, don't be afraid. You, don't tell me you're afraid of little uh, now, who the boom hell boom. sold you scotch when you were like 18 years now, old? No, there's ways when you're an there's industrious ways, young okay. lad. There's ways of getting I booze mean, in yeah. Pennsylvania. And, you know, small town Pennsylvania. But... Same, like the video and show that, that would rent you porn, too, when you were 16, <laughs> right? Oh, well, hey, that, that Mal kid's coming. Get the porn and the scotch ready, you yeah. know. <laughs> get the, get, get, Mark it up get 500%. It's the regular, the usual, as they say. <laughs> bag of scotch, scotch and a porn. bag of porn. <laughs> no, <laughs> Have a nice weekend. <laughs> That's so funny. So then... Uh, yeah, and it was just that rot gut, like Clan McGregor, you know, and you're like, you're like four bucks for a fifth, and you're like, oh god, Clan you can you face. can chisel that on like on my epitaph, like as w- part of what has put me in the ground by the age of forty five. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, uh, funny stuff. It was just what it was, it, there was there was various periods of my life that were kind of blurry, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> to say the least. Um, there was well, there was a couple others that I can't remember. I, that's all I'm gonna go with. Um, you know, I've I've seen a lot of movies, but you know, more and more I I, I shy away from the theaters. Yeah, I haven't um, gone in years. I have to really want to see something. Oh, there's one last one. The Kill Bill. Oh well, actually, I could say Hateful Eight too, because I did like the Hateful Eight quite a bit. Um, but that was just a that experience because it was the 70 millimeter right, road right, show. Right, yeah. And mine, I've heard of a lot of people complaining about like problems with the. Theaters don't know how to even handle it anymore. The people that they train, no, sure they're they not are. trained to even do that anymore. So there was a lot of technical difficulties. In mine, there wasn't, and it was really cool. So this, the 70 millimeter road show of Hateful Eight was really fun. In the scene, I remember, I saw Kill Bill 2 in the theaters. Now, I know you didn't care for Kill Bill 2, or I don't even know if you saw it. Yes, yeah, There was a scene that was made for the theater. And that's when you're sitting in this gigantic, dark, cold room. The bride's getting nailed into a coffin and dirt's getting thrown on the top of it. And you're in total darkness. And it's... It was a very creepy, really perfectly done scene for a theater. Mm. If you're sitting at home, who cares? You're watching somebody get nailed in because the sounds. Mm. And her breathing heavy and it's dark. And you feel like you're in the coffin with her. Mm. Uh, that experience in the theater was like, wow. And I think that was the effect they were going for. But it's lost if you just watch it at home. It, it was creepy. It was very I saw creepy. it in the theater and I remember it. But I oh, you don't remember that. that being like that? Because the, the surround sound of the nails going in, some were behind you, some were in front of you. It was it was good. It was I loved that part. Like Really, it was like, yeah, wow, you know. And that, but it was cool. So uh, that's all I'm going to go with. Uh, what do you, what's well, your list? Well, I'll do my next week because we've spent a lot of time on it. No, we got time. Go ahead. No, well, okay. Well, yeah, please it'll, do. It'll give, us, it'll give us something to do next week, but okay, at the beginning <laughs> of the show, since we probably weren't going to watch any movies. But then again, I shouldn't be, so I shouldn't assume that. Hey, you know. don't drive your no, your no-mobile into this, man. You know, be positive, bro. Okay, let's Sorry. see here. Well, I said the good, the bad, and the ugly, fistful of dollars. That, was, that must have been cool seeing those in the theater. Planet of the Apes, the first one. That's from 1960. I saw that with my mom. Texas Chainsaw Massacre at a drive-in. At a drive-in, you saw that one. At a drive-in, yeah. The House of Wax, the Vincent Price in 3D. That was at a revival. That was at the Grove Theater, I think. Uh, stuff like Kentucky Fried Movie, I saw in the theater. See, you saw that stuff in the theater? Oh my God, man! I saw Up in Smoke in the theater too. <laughs> I think it was a double bill. I swear to God, I think it was a double bill. Were you like, hey, man? You know, like, whoa, like, wow, man. Or, no. no, you weren't like, whoa. I don't remember it, man. It was like, so funny. I know these three were up. Were in the Give theater. me five large popcorns. <laughs> yeah. No, I want the papa. I want the papa size. You got anything bigger than that? You got to give you a garbage <laughs> it's can. It's the milk dutch, man, and like a uh, some uh, yeah, you know non carbonated drink, man, and uh, yeah. oh, whoa. yeah, wait, 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 and then some jujubes. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you know and so the, no no the large size yeah that was me now I'm sure these four movies were all constantly playing in town and I saw a million times Kentucky Fried Movie Up in Smoke The Group Tube and Flesh Gordon and I was not drunk or high when I watched oh. them but they played constantly because I guess I they were Flash South Florida Gordon friends. in the movies you saw the original the Flash yeah, Gordon yeah okay. yeah oh that was fun 
Okay. I love that movie, and people don't give it. People hate it. I love it. I think it's a funny, goofy movie. I say it's a serial, right? So it's like no, no, know. no. Flash Gordon. The oh no, Flash. I saw that one. Ah, I thought you meant yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know who's, you know who loves that movie? Don King Don the Dragon. Yeah, Don the King Don King the Don dragon. the Dragon loves that movie. I saw it in the theater. It was okay. It has uh, its charm. I like it. I mean, yeah, I, I like yeah. the soundtrack. Believe it or not. Yeah, I have so it. Does, on, so does King Don. I have it on vinyl. I listen to it sometimes. Dirty Harry. I saw in theaters. Oh, uh, that's so funny. Goldfinger. I wanted to ask before. Night of the Living Dead. Which did you? Now you said you saw the, all those those four at the same time. Kentucky Fried Movie and Groove Two. Which did Groove you like? Groove Two was first. Which did you think was funnier though? Or uh, did, I a, mean, that's a damn good question. I I guess if you ask me now, Kentucky Fried Movie. Yeah. Okay. Groove Two was more shocking. Was it okay? Because there's like a scene. There's a couple of scenes in you where you go. Like, there's this one scene where you see this. It's like this little character. He goes, "Hi, I'm Sammy Safety, and I'm here to talk to you about like venereal disease." And they're like from like far away. But when they get close up, you realize that it's like a it's a guy's junk flipped upside down with two eyeballs painted. Oh on my his god, head. really? Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's what that is. Oh my god, it's a little shot more. Sh- it's a little yeah. rougher, maybe, yeah, in a yeah, lot okay. of ways. But I think Kentucky Fried Movie was funnier. I always thought they were funny. Like, watching them now, they're very dated. Uh, and comedy usually is. Like, that kind yeah, of comedy yeah, yeah. doesn't hold up. Um, they still do. Because yeah. Kentucky Fried is slapstick, too. Oh, you know? yeah. Crazy that stuff. That always okay. works. That always yeah. works. Uh, yeah. I just was curious, because when you said those together, I, I know a lot of people do love Groove Tube. You know, and it's it, it's kind of like Groove Two is more counterculture. Like national Groove Two is like National Lampoon, Lampoon yeah. And uh, and, and the other one's Mad, Mad Mad. Yeah, but dirty dirty Mad Magazine. Oh, dude. Like, Can't think high school girls in trouble. Like Groove Two was like that one the dealers where the two guys are drug dealer and the one guy's like, Hey Rodriguez, man, you know I love you, man. And it's like yeah, I love you too, man. No, I mean you know, it's like whatever, you know. And then so the, weird. Uh, the one where the where the clown is like, Hey kids. It's all the clown, and we're going to have fun today. And and for this segment right now, kids, I want you to make sure you take... Your parents leave the room, because you're going to have fun, okay? Are your parents all gone yet, kids? Are they gone yet? Okay, that's great. And then all of a sudden, the clown goes, All right, let me take part of this makeup off. All right, kids, now uh, let me get, grab a cigarette. He likes a cigarette. Oh, I remember this. And then he goes, like, All right, well, remember last week I read to you the first chapter of Fanny Hill? Well, here's chapter two, and you're like, what is this? You know, so he's reading a dirty novel to kids, and then it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess your parents are coming back. Oh, everybody. To me, I do was, remember that was It was funny. shocking, yeah, you know, more cool. so than anything else. But, yeah, I, I, I'll go with Kentucky Fried Movie. Right, cool. you know, like, uh, what else? Uh, Star Wars, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Flesh Gordon, Andy Warhol's, Frankenstein, Frankenstein Conquers the World, Tarzan the Valley of Gold. Andy Warhol's Frankenstein? You never, oh, that's horrible, but it's funny, too. Yes. There was uh. two movies made in the 70s. There was Andy Warhol's Dracula and Andy Warhol's Frankenstein. What are, are they, are they monster movies or just? They're gory movies, but they're like, kind of like done in a ironic, like sleazy Andy uh. Warhol. So he didn't direct them, but he put his name on it because the director was a guy who used to direct Warhol movies, Paul, Paul Morrissey. Okay. So they're basically like kind of like off the wall, bizarro, kind of like Groove Tube meets. Uh, I never heard of them. That's uh, all. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're they're really one of them was really called Flesh for Frankenstein, and the other one was really called forgot what else. But they stuck in Andy when they came to the U.S. They stuck in Andy Warhol because back in the seventies, he was that sold printing tickets. money. Yeah, he was printing dollar bills. Right. So you know, yeah, yeah, those and uh, you printing know, hundreds, I should say, not dollar bills. Tons of others, but those are the ones that I came up with yeah. yesterday. So there you go. I was almost gonna say it off here, but I guess I could say it on there. There's one movie that uh, on the list. That makes it for a incredible. A, a, what I lived the American dream. So I drive in, and uh, there was a double feature with a Ghost Dad. Oh God! <laughs> the second one was that Ghost Dad, and um, let's just say I lived the American drive-in dream. And I, a, after the movie was over, we woke up. And the car battery was dead. Oh, so that we went, dream. So oh, we went to yeah, sleep. yeah, yeah, I get it. I and uh, we went to sleep, and, and everything was over. I had to push the car down the hill to like, jump-start it because it was an automatic, or it was a standard. Uh, yeah, but yeah, 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 that yeah. Ghost Dad, to this day, still is one of the, one of the greatest. It's kind of like the Mile High Club of drive-ins. I got you. <laughs> yep. So, yay for Ghost Dad. Never saw a single second of that movie. Ghost Dad brings but, good but memories. But it's the best, one of the best times of my life in a theater. All right, that's uh, it. For the, uh, now we'll, who was in that stupid movie? Was that Bill Cosby? It was Bill Cosby. Oh, God. Cosby. 
<laughs> oh. oh, good times. Oh, All right, well, let's, uh, we're going to go to a trailer break, and we come back. It's time for the movie of the week. The movie of the week. The ABC which is, movie of the week. Or no, which that's is, no robot movie. It was the, the creation of, of, the humanoids. of the humanoids. Very cool movie. We'll be right back. You mean we're smoking dog shit, man? Rock, 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 rock. rock and Roll High School is an album and a movie. Vince Van Patten is crazy about PJ Souls, but she wants to live a rock and roll fantasy with her favorite group, the Ramones. Yeah, yeah, she's a <laughs> The new principal tries to stop the music, but the kids rock and wreck the school. Rock and Roll High School, the school where the students rule. Your school could be next. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Rock and Roll High School, the school where the students rule. The new principal hates the students, but the kids take over and rock the roof off the school. Dig out the sounds of Paul McCartney and Wings. Fleetwood Mac, Devo, Nick Lowe, Chuck Berry, Tom Rundgren, Vince Fabric, Velvet Underground, Brownville Station, MC5, Eno, Paley Brothers, Eddie and the Hot Rod, Alice Cooper, and starring the Ramones. Rock and Roll High School. Bring it to little guys together. If you're a football player and you love your sport, then you should go and see the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Imagine making a touchdown in garter belt and stockings. Wouldn't the crowd go wild? Wouldn't your mother go wild? Wouldn't you go wild? See the Rocky Horror Picture Show, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Come on, Kate. Time to put your mouth where our balls are. Booby trap. 40 Claymore mines packed with high explosives that can blow at the slightest shock. No! No, don't, Sarge! I'm too close! No! No! <laughs> Booby trap. The deadly weapon of an ex-Marine who's starting a war of his own. Booby trap. Now look, Captain. Miss Murray, I'm on a criminal investigation, not a pleasure cruise. Booby Trap, where the dragnet or a psychopathic killer turns up other misfits almost as murderous. <laughs> Get out of my office, you little punk! What are you going to do with that thing? Don't worry about it. You just don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of everything. If you want to be where the action is, be where Booby Trap is. Booby Trap, rated R. What's the damage? What I owe you? $50,000. Personal check-in to be okay? You might have to wait till the end of the month to go ahead and cash her, because I do have to switch some funds around. Unfortunately, the charity I like to work with is going to take a hit. All right, we're back. And yeah, so now we're on to our movie, which I was I was cautiously optimistic about, but uh, it, it, it delivered the goods sure, to yeah, me. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, it's called <laughs> Creation of the Humanoids. Yeah. Um, it's almost like it's a, te- a, a TV movie. If, it's almost like it's a play, actually. And yeah, oh my God, yeah. The sets are like, it's like a play. You know, where it, Pretty it, much. It looks like it's made of wood, but there's blinky lights because it's six, what was it, 60? 61. 61. And it was in color, which is rare for one of these movies, but that's the that was, I guess, the producer's kind of gimmick to get you maybe to go see it. It's like, hey, it's a sci-fi in color, not in black and white. Oh, so, I believe it. So all the money's going into the color photography. We don't have any money for, like, sets or anything like that. So <laughs> yeah. we have backdrops, basically. Oh, and yeah, and it it was... There was a... This was a really strange movie. Uh and I, I for once I couldn't, I didn't get the answer right. Oh, usually, I did. Usually both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I figured it, it is, out. Wow, I, I didn't. I didn't figure it out when, I didn't figure out when they met, but I figured it out like um, before they got captured. Oh wow, wow! You're better than me because I didn't see that one coming. I was like, all right, a twist. And that always, I love when I don't see a twist coming and it happens. I'm like, oh sweet. You know, part of me is like, that's cool. You know, that means it's not just standard. 
do this, do this, go to here, go to here. Okay, the end of the movie. Well, the reason I figured out... Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll do the halfway. I never figured out it was the guy, but I figured out it was the girl because at the beginning... Oh, right away it was, I knew the I girls. figured out it was the girl, but not the guy. Yeah. yeah. Half and half. Yeah, that, right. Well, yeah, me too. I, I called. I was like, ah, I called. The girl's going to be a robot. But when she met him in the in her, in her the, the sister's house, I was like, oh, she's not a robot. Huh, that's interesting. Why was she so robotic before? You know, that was the yeah. one that threw me a little it's bit. It's cool. But. So, this is dystopian future time. Of course it From is. From 1961... Um, Early the colors were vibrant and beautiful. It was like everything is soaked in silver, and then they kind of freaked out, baby, yeah, Yeah, all over. You know, it was groovified by about ninety percent, pretty much. Um, and the settings were stark. That was the other thing that was kind of cool. Like when you're walking around, like there was the streets were there, but the streets were just empty with silver and color in. And then there'd be like one or two people. That's why we say it looked like a play. It felt like a play, um, but but in a good way. Not, 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 not that's not a knock against it. Sometimes uh, scenery is too confusing and blurry or too drab. And this one was just popped. It was exciting, you know. Yeah, I mean it was static, but it it was it's a very talky movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean pretty much talky. There's not much action in this movie. So if you're expecting like fights and rocket ships nothing. flying and nothing it's just like a this is lot of philosophical yeah. ai versus humanity humanity bad robot good robot <laughs> skynet robot progressive uh human uh you know Ro- uh, lots of racist, ro- robo uh, human relation politics yes you know the robots are called by some people clickers which i guess is like you know sounds That's like a derogatory term yeah for something else you know and you're like okay I, can, I, I got yeah. that pretty early on right after i watched this i immediately went out and looked online about where if i could buy it on dvd or blu-ray i was hoping for blu-ray because i think if they would give this a treatment and release it on blu-ray the colors would probably be really stunning um because this to me was one of those movies where if you watch it and watch it and watch it a few more times, you're going to really see and hear more. I mean, like you're saying, there's a lot of talking, but there's a lot of political undertone, a lot of humanity, uh, look at at yourself in the mirror kind of talk, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think I, although I heard it and I understood it, upon rewatch and rewatch, much like even Death Race 2000, which I frequently reference, and people will probably laugh at me or, or think I'm crazy. There's a lot going on in those movies. There's a lot going on in this movie about culture, about our history, about where we are as a as a race. You know, and well, that's kind of cool. I think it's more about excuse me stuff that people are talking about today, like about obviously the nuclear war angle, the '50s, the the scare. That was very prevalent. Scare. That's in all these movies. You know, they either become a giant monster or you destroy the human race. By the early 60s, they had, like, they started coming out with a panic in the year zero, uh, the day Earth caught, the, the day Earth caught fire. There's a lot of that stuff going yeah. on. And there's endless. A the, lot. The sea of this, that was so prevalent in our society's mind, or all, our, the world's mind. the missile mind. crisis started to happen. Oh, yeah, all this stuff. And the, the, we were treading in very unfamiliar territory, mm-hmm. and even to this day, the stuff about the nuclear bombs and the nuclear wars and so that, that doesn't go away. That is... They're that, still that being used today. All the way in the for, for politics. You know, it's World War Three is common if you do this and this and that and oh, the Russians yeah. and all they this. They love keeping everyone in fear. So basically, well, yeah, fear equals power, as, as this movie kind of talks about, too. Yeah. It's very political. But, you know, I mean, to me, it's like... the, the It's funny, because if you think... You can think of... You can interpret it in many ways, but the interpretation is, okay, so the humans are a bunch of right-wingers and they're fascists, and the progressives are a bunch of robots. Okay... Take your well, pick, they, you just, know? they juxtapose, you <laughs> they know. They juxtapose a little bit. They flip it up a little bit. Yeah. But that's a general, you know, idea, you know. And, I, and mean, I usually don't like that kind of stuff. Um, like the like the overly heavy-handed stuff or whatever, like that. But yeah, that, pretty much. So yeah. that, but this one didn't feel that way to me. Like this one didn't really feel yeah, heavy-handed. Yeah, yeah. Like if you watch the Last Man on Earth or what's that one, the the Corman one, uh, where there where there's a, the family in the valley and the, the people come in. Um, Panic in the Year Zero. No, it doesn't matter. It's one of those, after the war, one guy had prepped and the people show up in his va- like his house. And his yeah, valley. that's the last panel of Vincent okay, Price, yeah, the black that, and white one. 
that one. That's not. That's like the precursor to Night of the Living Dead, though. Yeah, exactly. What that, but I mean, that one pretty much wraps its message around a two by four and hits you in the face with it over and over about the horrors of man and you. No, that, you, that's a lot more subtle than that. You forgot about some of the subplots of that. That's like, mm-hmm. it's it, it is about the horrors of man, but it's also kind of like a, almost a religious subtext to it or whatever. Oh, okay. But anyway, yeah. but I'm talking about ones that are more like you know obvious like. You know, they used to do TV movies, even in the seventies, like the day after. Oh know, yeah, yeah, all that kind of crap. This like, was knock you with it. Movie yeah. fodder that was so simple, type it and go. You know, like you didn't even have to like think. It was already predetermined how much fear was in your script because you chose the nuclear mm. backdrop. You're like, oh my god. Well, as we know. talk about the movie, I'll keep t- trying to mm. put forth what I think, and you'll you'll kind of either you'll see it or you don't. How really it is heavy handed, but right. they try to flick, they try to mix it up a little bit. But oh, the I'm reality not thinking, is, I'm not saying this is a light jaunt through, like you know. Yeah, they're getting really this like a Disney tale. <laughs> no, but they're, but they're, but basically, it, it's a precursor to like artificial intelligence. And the ramifications of the fear of it. AI, which is we we face that more now because we face re- it more now. It's yeah, reality. exactly. You know, I mean, basically, this is a movie that starts off after the nuclear war that lasted for forty eight hours, and basically, whoever, whatever men, whatever people survived, they're they're they've lost their ability to reproduce. There's almost. not enough to propagate. Only one percent are successful, or two percent, something like that. Yeah. And and so this is like the end of us, or we're we're clinging to. They don't give a date, which I was hoping it was like in the year of 1982. Yeah, you know, yeah, be yeah. like, yes, those are my favorite. Uh, they're talking about after the war, and that, that so humans used or created clickers to do menial tasks to keep us keep things going, kind of. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, yeah. they created like a race to keep them alive. As you find out later, there's scientists that are basically like waiting for people to die. Originally, they're just supposed to be robots, to be servants. Yeah. Which, of course, you know. But they're weird-looking servants with silver eyeballs and shaved heads, and I they talk. I was trying to see how they did those eyes, because that looked painful. Jack Pierce, the guy who was the makeup man for Frankenstein, did that. I think they created a contact lens, which may have been not as painful as you think. But I hope not so. Because sure. it looked like it was a contraption that was sticking out of their eyes. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that must so have like those, hurt. those, those the, the the thing about this movie is, if you watched it as a kid, at first you were probably freaked out by these monsters, but... 30 minutes into this movie, you're probably bored out of your mind because nothing, there's no monsters, there's no fighting, yeah. there's no nothing. It's just a lot of like ham-fisted, interesting at times philosophy. And it's kind of like, okay, but now you watch it. And this is a movie where you actually not watch, you can hear it, listen to it, and not really have to watch it that intensely because there's nothing much that's happening. It could be, yeah, it could be an audio play. It could be an audio play, yeah. yeah. So basically, these robots are basically like talking about how like you know the humans are like hate them and they want to. They're starting to they're starting to create their own religion and stuff like that. Yeah, they know? even go they go because they go to the temple to recharge. To recharge, yeah, you know? You know? and get updates. And then and then there's you know, like there's like a group of humans led by Don McGowan who's like the main guy who played Frankenstein in some oh I can see it. he's a big he's a tall dude and he's one of the like the guys I think he's one of the rebels or whatever that are like against what, the what do robots. they call him the blood the 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 blood the order of something the order of the blood and bone or something blood and guts or blood and bone or whatever saying yeah. like they're they're flesh they're, they're very anti they're very anti robot but they always it's very the South will rise again in that. Yeah, that's in, what I mean. In that, and yeah. like their outfits look like Confederate. The, the, the Confederate stuff. And they also kind of always say, we're n- we, they always, as soon as they say their their, spick, their shtick, they also follow up by, we don't hate robots, we just want to keep them in their place. Like, well, they, yeah, have, exactly, they have standard yeah. verbiage that's like, well, we don't want to get rid of robots. Subtle. We need them to clean our toilets and, and chain our... <laughs> like, like people that cross the border, maybe... <laughs> Or, you know, or stuff like that. Yeah, real subtle. You know. <laughs> Make robots great again. Uh, exactly. exactly. So, but yeah. let's take a trailer break. When we come back, we'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get through this movie because, you know... There's only five or six scenes in it. I was going to say, there's not a lot. It, it, I enjoyed it, but this is a very... Like, it's a heavy-handed... Or not heavy-handed. It's a dialogue-intensive yes. light movie. Like, kind of. You can kind of watch this and just go, you know, okay, if you see where they sit down... That's all you got to see the whole scene. Pretty cause, much, yeah. Well, there, they're in that. Lady's. I think the one guy punches a couple of robots one time, doesn't he? Doesn't doesn't my in the lab that? when he kills yeah, the the, yeah, the mad yeah. scientist who looks like uh has the Einstein hair. Yeah. All right, yeah. Well, well, we'll we'll be right back. Here's a trailer break. It looks like a lamb. 
But it is a lamp, you nincompoop, but it's a major award. I won it. Damn hell, you say you won it? Yeah. Yeah, mind power, sweet mind power. Welcome to the 23rd century in the fantastic pleasure world of Logan's Run. Imagine the fulfillment of every fantasy. Run, Logan. The satisfaction of every vanity. Run, Logan. The absolute attainment of every wish. Run! Logan's Run, rated PG, parental guidance, released by United Artists. It's the perfect world of tomorrow. There's just one catch. The barrier between life and death is no greater than the thickness of a door. Now, the door is open. What do you want? An ancient house, a phantom car, a terrifying confrontation with evil. Trish Vandevere, Joseph Cotton, The Hearse, a classic experience in fright. From Crown International Pictures, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. I just don't have any room in my life for a new friend. So, what are you trying to say? They began in the water. Dark, gliding shapes that violate every law of nature. They're not human, but they hunt human women. Not for killing, for mating. Humanoids from the deep, starring Doug McClure. Anne Terkel and Vic Morrow. Humanoids from the deep. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. This is in Russia. Is this Russia? This is in Russia, isn't it? Yeah. All right, we're back. Now, right. uh, so let's, uh, let's just go through this movie. Um, we, so, we start out, there's two clickers going to the temple, and uh, these guys stop them, and they're like, give me your passes. And, and they're like, oh... And the, and and the, the robots are like, we're on leave, and you can't request that. And he's like, oh, how about if I, like, put you in a dumpster or something like that? Yeah, it's very heavy-handed. Where they're like, obviously, they were they the the the, the androids respond or say, here's our things, and then they let him go, and they're like, well, that one guy had a forged card, so let's just follow him rather than take him in now. Let's follow him and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they go into this place, and here you see this set is used about eighty percent of the time, pretty much. It's the standard, like, lab, where there's three, three obviously high-ranking um, uh, clickers. We're, gonna, we're just going to call them clickers. That means they're the robots, humanoids, um, standing there and spouting exposition pretty much nonstop throughout the whole movie, you know. Yeah, pretty much. And, and they, they put them in these tubes, because after they show them going to the temple, then there's also this girl that this guy tries to hit on, and she's like... Get out of here, you creep! Yeah, right. The, yeah, the main much. guy, yeah, yeah. John McGowan. Yeah, she's like, you know, he's she's like, I prefer the clickers to you humans or whatever. And then at that point, you think, oh, well, she doesn't look like one of those bald-headed like you know guys that are the clickers, yeah. but you know, who knows? She, yeah. she's, I guess some women. <laughs> if you can't figure out what clickers is referring to now, then think think really heavily about it. This uh. is kind of a little bit of a. Uh, uh, this was in the early 60s when the civil rights movement was, uh, you know, happening. So, yes. you know, anyway, that should tell you exactly what they're talking about. What we're dealing with here, yeah. So, see, this woman would prefer to be with clickers than with those idiots or Because they're, they're so mean. and They're so mean, and they're people. basically mean guys that to help destroy the world, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, it's your fault that this is happening right now. Yep. And, and these guys are The follies are like, of man. The follies of man. Yes, exactly. You know, so basically she goes on her way and then they're just sitting there talking. And I forgot at some point, the clip, the, it cuts back to, we talked about it before, the robots and they're talking about how they want to develop and make a more yeah. humanoid robot or whatever. You know, they're, they, they basically like, have they're basically retired. They've gotten, like that's the problem with AI. They, people figure that if you program them too much by a human, they're going to take on human traits and eventually right. they're going to want to reproduce or become human beings. Which they do. Which, which these do. Which, you know, yeah. Which happens in this movie. They, they, they're they trying, they, and they have levels. So then the next thing that happens is now you go to this mad scientist uh, lair. And, and he's working on, he's trying to figure out how to get yeah, an art in the movie. He's trying to make them humans, yeah, basically. And, uh, and he, he installs this, there's, they, they they lay down the one that's not documented. And they they make mention that this one was stolen before it had its its uh, VIN number put on, and um, it's so it's undocumented. And they're trying and they and they're trying to put this this chip into its head that's going to make it basically a human. 
you know. And this doctor does, but then they then the those two guy those two goons kind of kick the door and they're like, "Ah, we got you now!" and and he stands up and chokes the doctor. He kills the doctor. The robot does. And then they knock him out. They think it's a human, but then they go, "Oh, look! It's this is a this is a robot." Yes. And they're like, "Holy crap! This ro- this is the first robot that killed a person. This is the first robot that's showing human so- signs of humanity, being a human, right, right, and yeah. with all of our flaws and whatnot." They don't realize that that was a a command by the doctor to do that. He said, "You have to do it," because they also there's a lot of reprogramming in this that they allude to in this movie. You don't see any of it. But if you're an uppity human, you go away and get lobotomized and then come back a little bit better. So this movie, some of the themes in this movie of like, you know, the the nuclear and then the, the robots are the servants and then the, they, they want to take over. Echoes a little bit of Planet of the Apes, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They substitute yeah. apes for robots and, you know, the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> or whatever. Planet of the Apes, at the time, you didn't realize it was a racially involved thing but now in retrospect you kind of see it as you know oh that was pretty heavy-handed now but back then i didn't really see it because i was so like when you saw the the tv trailer for planet of the apes if you were a kid then like in 10 year old kid you flip out and you go i gotta see this movie this is amazing i never even this concept is like you know amazing at any rate yeah Yeah. so So they killed the they the 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 rebels go in and kill the doctor he knows he's gonna die yeah well the rebels don't kill him the robot robot kills him so he could so they could actually and he tells him no now you gotta get me and redo me or whatever Mm -hmm. and and of course he wants to be redone as a younger man right so because they don't the rebels don't realize that this this process is in place this doctor has all this knowledge he's making they have a scale 100 100 scale 100 is a human and how close to humanity each each humanoid is 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 gauged like a seventy, a forty. They 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 flippantly put these numbers out like, oh, that's just a forty, meaning this thing just kind of stands around, and uh, you know, and and it's just a, a mindless robot. But then then when you get closer to ninety or a hundred, that means that you might fool somebody like a human. Um. So then um. So yeah, so then then I guess after that happens, I'm not sure if the next scene is when the guy when Don McGowan ta- shows up at his sister's house, right? Is that the next scene? That yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because well, they because no, no, the next scene was the um, the next scene is when they they uh, go to that council of the rebels. That's right. That's and they're right. like, oh my god, you know, the uh, these uh. They kind of put it on trial, kind of like in front of. They these put the they put the guy the the humanoid on trial. Or yeah, whatever. it's so weird. And did they did they I forgot did they dispose of him or not? No, they no, don't. no, they don't because they want to study him and everything. You know, they want to study like, him. Oh. That's right, because yeah, there's that group of the group of like humans that are left, mostly dudes or yeah. whatever, or yeah, are sitting there and they have their own tribunal. Oh yeah, this whatever. is a creepy weird thing because then they're like kind of arguing. They're like, oh, we have to study it, and this thing's bad and. This is, and they're 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 kind of emphasizing how horrible it is that this is almost human, and they're like, we found this little acorn, or though they say uh, almond-sized drive that's in the back of their head, yeah. and that's what's that's what's making this thing human. We got to study this, and there's various degrees of of hatred spewn at this thing, but whatever. Now this is where we go to the now we go to the sister's house because after this meeting, the head rebel goes, you know. Your 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 sister's been put on report for for marrying a for for or not marrying for for shacking up with a robot. Yes, right. so, so then they're like, oh my god, he's like he's like that's bad because you're on this council, you're high ranking on this council, so that's no good. And then he's like, oh, well I'll um I'll take care of it. So he leaves the meeting, and goes directly to his his sister's house, and his sister's this, she's like she would be like a '60s version of a hippie. Kind of, yeah. You know. Like, oh, you know, you peace and love, peace and love, and all that stuff, and kind of like saying, oh yeah, you know, you're, I don't, you, you're a, you're a barbaric in my vision, in my views. You know, you don't understand how much I love. I forget what this robot's name is. It was like, yeah, because you got a robot as a servant, but she also went somewhere to get like pre-programmed, so they both have like the same, same feeling. Yeah, and it's like, so, t- is, I, so, I don't so, remember what the it, tingle, just whatever this robot. So now name you kind of get this whole like women's it's almost like it's pre-women's live things where oh you guys are a bunch of jerks now you're robots primate. better you're than you and he's, you're better. he's better than you because he's more like 
serves me you know he knows all my needs and he serves to all my needs and you know then you get that's the, another one that gives you like a weird vibe okay so instead of like so you can't deal with a, a real dude because you think they're all primates so you'd rather deal with a robot this was weird this was one of those weird things where i know the angle they were shooting but it didn't work because no it was strange but then the straight the, the angle they're shooting was is like the robots are basically like servants i.e butlers i.e whatever and the the racist white guys or yeah. whatever that's uh, the angle uh, they're shooting for painting with a broad brush you know broad brush yeah. as uh, a kid so maybe you don't get it now you yeah. see a and, 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 and now this friend comes in and immediately this dude's like oh yeah you're so hot let's go make and out he had and seen he just, her before which is weird he had seen her before and they got wouldn't see the same girl that got angry at mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. so it was like oh so now you love each other right you know? so they, they like 23 screw out of there and they're just like oh and this whole time this whole scene they're sitting there drinking this thimble sized drink and everyone's nursing it. And I'm like, how long would it take you to drink a thimble of fluid? What do you... Because they're all holding it. And they're like, they take a half of a sip and go, oh, yeah. And then they continue musing. Because this, this was the most dialogue-heavy, smuggish, oh like, um, real smug, real heavy-handed. This was the one that was like, okay, we can wrap this scene up. Now that these two guys, now the girl and the guy, the, the brother, Rebel, and this girl just leave. And they they leave the they leave the 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 sister and her lover humanoid, and he starts laughing and and it's it was a weird thing because he's like laughing he's like oh the irony, kind of, this is another thing because she doesn't understand why he's laughing she's like he's laughing at them yes basically you know, yeah. it, 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 like because he pulls on him right he pulls his eyes out see this is another human he pulls his eyes out and he gr- and he grabs him and yeah, he rips him up or whatever and she's like see you're just like a this is why the human race you know ended because yeah. they're idiots like you or whatever right so now we're outside love scenes happening not not making love but like kissing and smooching and oh, I'm, well, well, I'm sorry i was still talking about what was going on inside the uh, yeah no i know now i'm just transitioning us out so, like so now they're outside out front of the sister's house and they're like immediately talking about how much they love each other. I was like, didn't these two just meet like ten minutes ago? What is this? Uh, I know. And it was weird. And you're like, oh, we're we're gonna get married now. And you're like, huh? And then, then two uh, like robot cops show up and they're like, you're coming with us. And they, and you're like, wait, what? How? And they're kind of like, what are we doing now? And they 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 whisk them away to the lab. And this is where like the ending is. This is basically, basically which lasts forever, like fifteen minutes. Oh of yeah, no. Like they're both, they put them both in him in a tube, and he's talking about all the stuff that he did, and you're going like, "Is he a robot?" No, the the, the, the uh, young the the doctor comes in, he's like, "Oh, I'm yeah, I'm the doctor, I'm the doctor killed and comes back now." But I'm but I chose a young body, and they're like, "Wait, what are you now?" And he's like, "I remember the guy that was killed. I'm him. I'm just a robot now." And oh, by the way, so are you two. And the the guy, the head rebel's like. What are you talking about? And they, and they stab and they, him. Yeah, and then they stab him. And green him. blood comes out, and he's like, "I am a robot." No, you blew it but, up. But before that, they start uh, getting philosophical. They start talking oh, about. Yeah, no. They start talking about God. He goes, "Well, I am. I have a God and, and, and soul and a soul." And then the robot goes, "Well, I don't, but at least I know who created me. You all merely have faith." That he created you, and I was like, "Oh, whatever." He's like, "Hit me over the head harder." Because then he even goes, and then the guy's like, "Oh, well, if I'm a robot, that means I have no soul." And he's like, "No, it just means you have memories. You believe in it, so you, you your soul's transferred." Basically, he says that your soul is your memories and what you, and it was all transferred back in your head. So anything that you were back then, you are now. Which is like, how do you know if you haven't <laughs> been done that too? You and know then, what yeah. I mean? Well, but then then he's in there. Well, no, the doctor does though, because he did have it done to him. No, but I think... In, oh, yeah, right. If, no, you're you know, right. I'm yeah. talking about if you weren't that guy. How yeah. do you know? I mean, he assumes that. Yeah. You know? but, but, so then this... Basically, wrap it up. Hollywood ending, kind of. Guy turns to the girl. Can we live forever? Yeah, because... No, because they, they they start talking about how, like... Well, we're working on it now. We're, we're getting to the point where I can... See, actually, if you two robots can reproduce... And I'm like, how the fuck... Did, excuse yeah, me. Did that happen? No, you know? and that's what, like... And do they piss... And poop too. I mean, the know. the end of this movie is basically saying we've done it. Where it's the Matrix, all well, yeah. Where now, basically, as people die, they're going to be replaced with this robotic body. Their memories will be implanted. This human race that's on this planet will start having kids, and basically, there's no more humans. There's just robots. The robots have taken over the world. Basically, the, the yeah. end. Like and then, and then, but the guy goes at the end, and this. 
and maybe it's you or something like that. He does one of those like shock yeah. endings. <laughs> exactly at the theater. And at the end, everybody's gonna be like a robot, and and, and you know it's all gonna happen. Especially and and everybody's a robot. Especially you. Or, I don't know. Some he gets some. He points at the audience like he does yeah. a fourth wall thing, and you're like, ah, okay. You got it again. I'm sure if you're like a ten year old kid, you go, mommy, I'm a robot. Oh yeah. If how you many sit through it? How many kids were screaming at their parents? Oh, a robot hit me, cut me. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like I said, if you could sit through it, if you were a kid, if you were like a nerdy kid that could sit through this, yeah. you know. But so basically, that's the end. Um, I liked it. Yeah, I, like I said, I did like it a lot. I wasn't expecting much out of this movie. Oh, I, I, knew, I knew what it was, but yeah. I knew it was so dogmatic yeah. and talky. Which, uh, that, I guess maybe it was just I was in a good mood for it or something. Sometimes yeah, if, you, all right. sometimes if all you don't right. expect a lot out of a movie, you, you enjoy it more. Yeah, you know what exactly I mean? Like, right, I, yeah. I kind of went into this going, whatever, we'll see where this takes me. And, and I really came out like, oh, I love this movie. So, I mean, what do you give it? Uh, I'd give it like a 7.5 or something. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I might write it at an 8, which is high. But uh, it is a good movie. I would definitely check it out. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube? Yes, it is. Okay, I remember. You gave it... No, I did get it off YouTube. All right. You got it off YouTube. So, yeah, Creation of the Humanoids. We both recommend you check it out. That's it for this week. My name's Mal, and as always... Morbius. We'll see you next week. Make sure you check out our other online concerns. Go to bunchdorks.com. We have three podcasts up there. Go to Radio St. Pete. We have uh, Asian Cult Cinema there. It's called Kung Fu Theater um, on the archive section. And I have the Indie Circuit on there. So we're everywhere. We've been everywhere, man. We've been everywhere, (laughs) man. Yep. See you all next week. Sing us out, Don Sullivan. Oh, it sure is. And you know, I never felt any more like laughing.